All right, let's take and turn to Romans chapter number 16. We're going to wrap up the book of Romans, Lord willing, tonight. We come to this final chapter in the book of Romans and we see a long list of names of people. In fact, Paul personally greets at least 26 people by name in this chapter. You know, you get looking at a, at a chapter like this with all these names and the things that are said to these people and uh, the thoughts that are expressed about them. And, and if you think about it in your life, I don't know how long you've been in church, but I've been in church nine months before I was born. And uh, uh, there have been a lot of folks in church that have been a blessing to me in different churches that I've been in, the church I grew up in. I can remember Sunday school teachers. I can remember dear friends that I grew up with. I can remember uh, preachers. I remember uh, all kinds of folks that were kind uh, as I grew up in the house of the Lord. And, uh, you know, as each church that we've been in, me and my wife, whether we were associate pastor in a church in Brunswick uh, uh, before we actually got a church of our own, but there, there's some, still some precious people that are there that we... Uh, uh, we, we still we have some of them on the list that we pray for. We, I think of Gary and Dale Vicent, and uh, Dale's been battling cancer this year. And, and there's, uh, Gary and I graduated from high school together, and uh, we, we've been friends a long time. And, and uh, he's, uh, uh, they're, they're just special people. They were close friends when we were in Brunswick. But, you know, people like that come to mind. Uh, but I think of you not only that, but in our first, the first church that we were at, and the second church we were at, uh, uh, you know, uh, there there were some great folks that uh, uh, still still are there. Are mindful that we're mindful today of them, and um, we are mindful of folks that were in our last church up in Indiana, and uh, we praise God for all of the people that have had that we've had an opportunity to influence and people that influenced us. Amen. And, uh, you know, even, even folks that uh, maybe give you a hard time can be an influence on you. They can. Uh, toughen you up a little bit. And uh, we, we appreciate every experience that, that comes along the way because we know that it comes uh, uh, without, you know, it, it comes to us by way of the, the Lord uh, allowing it to come in our path. Amen. Uh, but as we look here, uh, we get to this part of the scripture and we, we may ponder the significance of what we read here. And why should we care about Paul greeting some of his friends? Why not just skip this chapter altogether and go start a new study somewhere? We are going to start a new study somewhere. I uh, don't know exactly where we're going to be at yet, but uh, we're, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll have it figure, all figured out by next Sunday, Sunday evening, I can assure you. But these, these people that Paul mentions can teach us a lot about who matters in life. Think about who matters in your life. Who, who has mattered? Who has, who has uh, touched your life in such ways that um, you are um, part of the person that you are because of their, their touch in your life? Let's look at this list and see what we can learn from it. We're going to uh, see who really matters in life by looking at uh, uh, three areas here. There's in, in life, there are friends to commend, uh, folks that we recommend to others, and there are friends to greet, and uh, Paul writes some greetings there to some of the people that are in the church at Rome, and then he mentions some foes to avoid. You know, there's always, sadly, there's those type of folks that uh, find their way in the church at times, and, and you, 
Uh, we need to, to be aware of the, the, the folks that uh, we need to, that we actually need to avoid. Amen. So let's take a look at this tonight. Um, first of all, we see in life there are friends to commend. Now, we're going to see here, here in verse number 1, the first person that Paul commend, mentions here, he mentions Phoebe. Understand that we don't know much about Phoebe. Let's read the verse. Verse number 1, I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church, which is at Sincrea. Um, she apparently was on her way to Rome, and so Paul took the opportunity to use her to hand deliver his letter. Now this was done quite a bit back during that time, and it had the postal service, uh, and so you got somebody that was headed that way uh, that could deliver it for you. That was a blessing, and Phoebe was uh, headed to Rome, and it was this was a common thing to do. And look at what Paul does tell us about her. He says, I commend unto you Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe had, had been such a one as Paul had no problem giving her a commendation, or we might say a recommendation, either one. Amen. And he calls her our sister there in verse 1. She was a member of the household of faith, uh, a part of the family of God. She had been born again into the family of God, making her a dear sister in Christ. And listen, if you're born again, you're a dear person in Christ tonight. Think about that. Not only uh, was she a, a dear sister to Paul, but she was going to be a dear sister to the Roman believers as well. Uh, as she was coming, Paul was saying, Hey, I commend you, to, uh, uh, our sister here. And I'm sure that as Phoebe uh, got to know the church and the church got to know Phoebe, she became a blessing to that church and she, uh, uh, she also received the blessing from that church. And he calls her there also in verse 1, he says, which is a servant of the church at Sincrea. A, a servant, uh, that word servant uh, comes from the same word that we get uh, deacon or deaconess from, the, but here it's not referring to an office, but rather to a lifestyle. She was a servant. She served others. She served uh, the Lord. Amen. And what a blessing that is when uh, you have a, a life of service. What Paul is stressing here is that she was known as one who serves. She obviously had a huge heart, and she was involved in ministry in her church. And that's a good thing to be, to be involved in ministry. Uh, uh, you know, the Lord wants all of us to, to get in and get involved. You get to be a, not just be a part of, but be as involved as we can in uh, the, the um, ministry of the Lord. Now, uh, he said also, look at verse number 2. He says that she receive her in the Lord... As becometh saints. How should we receive folks that are saints? You know, well, think about that's what he's saying. Think about how you ought to receive a brother or sister in Christ. Receive her in the Lord as becometh saints, and that she assists her in whatsoever business she hath need of you, for she hath been a succorer of many and of myself. Also, uh, several things here. We see the, that uh, she had been a succorer of many. Uh, uh, and Paul said, of myself also. A succorer is a, an assistant or a helper. Now, I don't, we, he didn't get into specifics about what 
Phoebe did for him. I, one of the greatest things that he, <laughs> she delivered this uh, very large letter. This was, this was a long letter. That she, I mean, this, this is not something you'd fit in an envelope very easily. Uh, it was rolled up in a scroll, I'm sure. And uh, she, uh, she put it among her stuff and carried it there, was faithful to, to carry it. But Paul requests there in verse number 2, Paul wanted the church at Rome to do more than just greet Phoebe and send her on her way. He wanted her, them to receive her in the Lord as becometh saints and to also uh, assist her in whatsoever business she hath need of you. Uh, we don't know her purpose for her going to Rome to begin with. We don't know if she had family there or if she had business there. We're not told anything like that, but whatever. Paul wanted to say, hey, look, she has, she has been such a help to me. If you can be a help to her, please be a help. And you know, we ought to try to help others, hadn't we? I'll try to be a help when we can. So in life, there are friends to commend. Then we see, second of all, in life, there are friends to greet. And uh, we see, uh, first and foremost mentioned here, Priscilla and Aquila. Let's read verse 3 and 4. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Now, we first hear in the Bible of Priscilla and Aquila in the book of Acts. I'm not going to turn there tonight, but in Acts chapter number 18 is where you find them out in verses 1 through 17. And when you read over there, you find that when Paul first met them, they were in Corinth. And the reason they were in Corinth was because all the Jews had been asked to leave Rome at that particular time. They were Jews, and so... They were asked to leave. They had to leave. They wound up in Corinth. Paul was in Corinth. And he, was, he happened to meet them. They were in the same trade as Paul. You'll read in that uh, passage of Scripture there in Acts 18 that they were tent makers. And Paul was a tent maker. And, uh, and Paul was allowed to stay with them for a year and a half and work with them while he preached in the area. And that's, uh, that's a great benefit to a man of God. Uh, who was doing such a ministry as what the Apostle Paul was doing. I mean, he, he had an itinerant ministry. He was a missionary and he was, he was moving uh, from one place to another and he would go for, from, uh, and, and stay a particular, particular amount of time. May may vary the amount of time that he spent in particular areas. But he would go in there, first of all, to evangelize and he would evangelize some folks and then he'd gather them together and, and teach them some doctrine and uh, form them into a church and try to try try to help them in that respect and took a year and a half uh, that while they were in the area where uh, where Paul was at Priscilla and Aquila put him up and uh, what a blessing that had to be and uh, he says here in verse number 3, Paul calls them his helpers in Christ Jesus. And the, the word helpers means co-laborers. They, they were co-laborers with the Apostle Paul. I'm sure that whatever he needed, they were, they were willing to do. And, and in fact, uh, we find out there in verse number 
4, Paul said that they had put their own necks on the line for him. Well, think about that. Uh, I get the vision that they their, uh, their life was hanging in the balance because maybe they hit him a time or two. You know, Paul was apt to get in trouble with the with the, some of the folks that were uh, out after him. Uh, there was a lot of times when he would go into a particular area, and uh, the Jews especially didn't like uh, the Apostle Paul uh, because he was a Jew and trying to get Jews turned to Christ. And and he uh, as as he would try to do that, they were there were some that would rise up against him. And they would uh, cause him some grief. And, and no doubt Priscilla and Aquila maybe uh, hit him a time or two or, or helped him get out of the way. We, we're, not, we're not given the specifics, but they had laid, uh, the, uh, say, who, have, who have for my life laid down their own necks. And you get the idea that they, were, they had their own life in the balance there for him. So uh, Priscilla and Aquila also... We find out that uh, here Paul was grateful for that, but he was. Uh, but the Gentile churches that Paul helped to establish and minister to were also grateful. And he mentions that there in the latter part of verse four. He says, "And to whom not only I give thanks, but also the churches of the Gentiles." And listen, when Paul would go into an area, they didn't have any churches. Wouldn't have any churches, and he would establish churches. Well. If you don't have a church in your area and you have one established, that makes you kind of grateful that it's there. You know, when you're a child of God, you, you, you've gotten saved, you've you know, uh, come to know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior. Well, that's a wonderful thing, but you need to grow. Amen? You need to grow in the Lord and, and you need to be, uh, be under the teaching and preaching of God's Word for that to take place. And, and Paul would establish uh, these churches and and uh, we 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 know that these churches uh, the the Gentile churches were appreciative of uh, maybe the work that, that Priscilla and Aquila did there in Corinth, but not only Corinth. I think probably some of the other Gentile churches, if if they hadn't put their neck on the line for him, um, he probably wouldn't have been able to establish the churches that he went after he left Corinth. Uh, as the as the idea that that comes from that. But Priscilla and Aquila also held church in their house. Uh, according to verse number 5 there, he says, Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Um, and uh, we, uh, we see that uh, Paul sent a, a greeting to that assembly as well. No doubt he was familiar with them um, uh, just from the contact of Priscilla and Aquila. Um, now we see uh, others mentioned briefly, and I know I'm going to butcher these names, okay? And I, I just, uh, I just uh, say I'm sorry ahead of time, but uh, uh, some some of these names are a little bit difficult to, to figure out, and uh, uh, I, I will give it my best shot. But with others mentioned briefly, uh, we see there in verse number five, he says, "Salute my well beloved." Epionidas, okay, who is the first fruits of Achaia unto Christ. I want you to think about that. When Paul went into Achaia area, this was the first person that got saved in that area. And they, they were in the Rome church at this particular time. 
And so he, he was the first convert. convert. There was there's always something special about that first convert. And so he greets him. He greets also Mary. Uh, that's an easy name. Amen. Greet Mary who bestowed much labor on us. And they didn't get into the specifics and doesn't have to. You know, uh, she, she put some work in helping the Apostle Paul. And he's grateful for that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for folks that put in work. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing for uh, folks to, to help in the ministry and uh, bestow labor on you. Um, and Andronicus and Junia are mentioned in verse, verse number 7. He says, Salute Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen, and my fellow prisoners, who uh, are of note among the apostles who also were in Christ before me. Now he calls them his kinsmen. Uh, we did not tell uh, whether he's talking about spiritual kinsmen. Listen, uh, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. If you know Christ, you're, you're either a brother or sister tonight in Christ. And no matter who you are, uh, we're kinsmen in that way. But this could have been a, a blood kinsman, we're not told. Um, but he, he called them his fellow prisoners. Now, uh, I don't know whether they did some time with him. You know, Paul was known to, uh, occasion, on occasion to be thrown into jail. And we said that they're of note among the apostles. They, the apostles that were apostles before uh, Paul, he, he says, who were in Christ before me, uh, the, uh, the, those apostles knew of Andronicus and Junia. They, they were... Uh, they were uh, of note among them. That they, in other words, those apostles had an appreciation for these two as well. And we see in verse number 8, Greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. He doesn't give any uh, elaboration on that, but he was obviously was someone that, uh, that Paul cared for. And then Urbane there in verse number 9. Look at verse, verse number 9. Salute Urbane, our helper in Christ. And Stachus, my beloved. You know, the, the, when, when you hear the words that the Apostle Paul is, is saying, uh, the little short sentences, it may not mean a lot to us, but I can tell you when those people heard their names mentioned and what was said about them, they knew exactly what Paul was getting at. You know, you know what I'm saying? They, they knew why they were beloved. They knew why, what kind of help they had been. And then uh, there in verse number 10, Salute Apelles, uh, approved in Christ. Salute them which are of Aristobulus' household. Um, it's a family who Paul knew. Uh, and so uh, we, we see him salute them. Then he... Uh, Another kinsman, he mentions there in verse number 11, Salute Herodian, my kinsman. Greet them that be of the household of Arcissus, which are in the Lord. Uh, so, you know, these names, I know, don't mean much to us, but it, they meant something to the Apostle Paul, and, uh, and, and for that reason, we're taking a look at these tonight. Tryphena and Tryphosa are mentioned in verse number 12. He says, who labor in the Lord. He says, salute Try Tryphena and Tryphosas who labor in the Lord. Salute the beloved Persis who, which labored much in the Lord. Uh, and then Rufus there in verse number 13. Salute Rufus chosen in the Lord. 
and his mother and mine. Now, I don't think this was a, um, I don't think this was his brother uh, in the flesh. I think what he's saying, and I kind of understand this because I can tell you I had mothers in just about every church I've been in. People, people who I looked to as a, they were just like kind of like another mom. And uh, he's he's thinking of Rufus's mom and his mother and mine. I guarantee you, Rufus knew what he was talking about and how how uh, precious that is. Amen. And then uh, got a lot here to uh, to to uh, assassinate names here. Salute Asyncretitis, uh, Flegelon, uh, Hermas, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brethren which are with them. Salute Philogus and Julia, Nerus and his sister Olympus, and all the saints which are with them. I think some of these had house churches, and they he was greeting these folks. But then we get down to verse number 16, and he says, Salute one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. They were saluting this church in Rome, um, as, as Paul was sending greetings there, and it was, it was not only him sending greetings, the churches uh, uh, of the Lord that he had helped establish, they were singing, sending their, uh, uh, their good uh, intentions there as well. Now, what's the application? What can we gain from this entire list? Well, this list shows that others played a part in Paul's ministry. Amen? No man's an island. I guarantee you I can't do what I do without other folks. <laughs> Amen? To think that Paul was able to do all that he did in the ministry by himself would be ridiculous. It just would be. Paul had all kinds of people on his support team. Wherever he went, uh, there were people that would jump in and say, hey, how can I help you? How can I help you? And Paul was trying to be an encouragement to the many who had been an encouragement to him. And I'm sure he was uh, thinking about, uh, they were probably an encouragement to the church at Rome too, don't you think? Uh, thinking about, man, what these folks are doing and how they must be a really a great support for uh, that church. Um, so in life there are friends uh, to commend here. There, there are friends to greet and... Um, uh, we see the third thing in life there are some foes to avoid and let's read verses 17 through 20 here and then we'll come back and comment on these verse number 17 he says now I beseech you brethren mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrines to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them uh, for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. In other words, they got their own intentions uh, behind what they're doing. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Um, for your obedience has come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. Uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. So 
there's some folks that, uh, uh, quite frankly, that we shouldn't be closely associated with. Uh, some foes to avoid. Uh, it's sad that you have to say that sometimes in some places, uh, but uh, don't think for one minute that Paul did not have people that were against him, because that did happen quite frequently. Sometimes it happened. Folk, he, folks that he thought was with him was was were against him. Uh, Satan always has his crew that tries to mess things up, and there were people in Paul's day who were dividing churches by teaching false doctrine, just as there are today. You know, you have to we have to watch out for those. And uh, but, but Paul acknowledged that the church at Rome had been obedient up to the present. Uh, but Paul also gave them and gave us some advice here, good advice in verse 19. He told them and us to, to be wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Uh, Paul also reminded them that God would ultimately bruise Satan under his feet. Aren't you glad that's going to happen one day? I know, you know, um, we know that Satan's still at loose in the world. Uh, some people think he's bound. I heard one preacher say one time, well, if he's bound, he must be bound to me then. Uh, but uh, we, we know he's, he's not bound. He's, he is loose. And uh, he, he tries to cause trouble, and he especially tries to cause troubles for God's people and God's men. And, but Paul reminded them, hey, this is only a temporary thing. God will bruise Satan under uh, your feet. And then uh, we see greetings from others who were with Paul. Um, you know, Paul didn't actually write this. And he, he told what was to write. But there's a, there's a, a guy... Uh, that we're going to see who actually penned the words. And look at verse number 21. We, we're, we're familiar with Timothy, Timotheus, my work fellow, and Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsman, salute you. I, look at here, here he is, I, Tert Tertius, who wrote this epistle, salute you in the Lord. Gaius, mine host, and of the whole church, saluteth you. Erastus, the chamberlain of the city, saluteth you. And Cordus, a brother. Uh, the grace of our Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, be with you all. Here's Paul's benediction here. Uh, saying his final farewell, his, his goodbye, until the Lord gave him the ability to go actually go to Rome uh, uh, on the dime of the, the, the Roman government. Uh, he, they had him under arrest and, and put him there for trial. Uh, look, at, uh, look at verse 24. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now, now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. But now is made manifest and, and by the scriptures and of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. To, to, to God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Now that's, a, that's, a, that's a long benediction, but it, uh, it lifts up the word of God. It lifts up uh, the power of God. It lifts up uh, the, the work of God. 
and how he is working in the church there at Rome. People, listen, people from all walks of life are part of God's family. Uh, when we, when we uh, come to understand rich and poor, male and female, Jew and Gentile, bond and free, uh, those who have a name among them as well as those who are virtually unknown, uh, the brothers and sisters in Christ, if they know Christ, amen, and, and they can be precious in our life, they ought to be precious in our life, and we should lovingly appreciate those who faithfully Serve the Lord and His people. Amen. And uh, if we know God, if we know the Lord, we ought to be able to do that. Amen. Uh, and so I hope, hope that you know the Lord tonight. And if you don't know the Lord, we'd love to see you come to know the Lord yourself. Um, and the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ is able to save anyone. Praise the Lord for that. And once He saves us, He changes us, makes us into... Uh, what He wants us to be and allows us to be a blessing to others and others to be a blessing to us. Amen. Let's, let's pray. Father, we thank You tonight for uh, Your love for us and we thank You for these uh, words of, uh, of the Apostle Paul. Even though some may uh, take this and just skip over it, uh, Father, we, we take the time to acknowledge these folks. The, you, you had them placed in the Word for a reason. Uh, every word of God is pure. We know that. And Lord, I think you, you, you give us the, these things in, in several of these letters. Uh, we find uh, people mentioned, and it's for our benefit that we can uh, stop and think about, hey, Paul had folks that were a blessing to him, or Peter had folks that were a blessing to him, or whoever's writing had, had folks that were a blessing to them. And we uh, can... Uh, Think about the folks who are a blessing in our life. And uh, uh, Lord, to maybe show appreciation uh, to them uh, such as you lay on our heart to do. And we thank you for uh, those who, who are quick to show appreciation. Those, those are the kind of folks we like to be around. And Lord, help guard us from the folks we ought not to be around. But Lord, help us to, uh, to be a, a good testimony uh, such as these folks were to the Apostle Paul and to the churches that were there that were mentioned there, and Lord, help help us with these things. Uh, none of us are are uh, worthy of your salvation, not a one of us. But Lord, you chose to save us, uh, and Lord, we we we're thankful for that. And Lord, you choose to use us in spite of the fact, as we saw this morning, uh, uh, Peter failed you. Uh, uh, terribly there on one end and then uh, you, you you coaxed him back to be uh, back in the ministry again and 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 he was able to be a blessing to so many there in the book of Acts and and also in his epistles and Lord help us to help us to see that you are a God of second chances and third chances and Lord uh, we may mess up and we probably are going to mess up at some point in time but Lord help us to just keep on Help us to get back where we need to be with you. And then help us just keep on uh, the way we ought to be. Just bless us now in this invitation time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.